Hello, my name is Dylan Arvella and welcome to the Football South Coast preview show for round 12. We are at the halfway point and it is reminding you a bit of round one, isn't it, Simon? Well, it is because, of course, back in March, round one was pretty totally rained off. I mean, a, lot, a couple of games were played, but um, now we've got rain today as we record. So hopefully round 12 survives better than round one does. Yeah, fingers crossed we get some football this weekend. Uh, be sure to like Football South Coast Match Centre on Facebook and follow at FSE underscore official on Twitter. There'll be time goes in the description to jump to different parts of the show. And that is also where you will find all of our predictions for the round. Plenty to get through, so let's get into it. All right, first of all, we're going to be looking at the Illawarra Mercury Premier League. Let's just go through a table recap to start things off. Wollongong Olympics 1-0 win over Bulleye means they joined them at the top of the table with the Camelora Fury three points behind them with a game in hand. Tarawana's 1-0 win over Wollongong United cements their place in fourth. Port Kembla's 1-0 win over Albion Park moves them into the top five just ahead of Wollongong United. Winuna are now three points adrift with Picton's 1-0 win over Wollongong United on Tuesday night. Coromel ahead of Picton on four and against, but they are only two points behind South Coast United. So, Simon, we're halfway through. Who do you think goes on and wins the league from here? Oh, well, you might remember in my season preview, I stuck my neck out and predicted Wollongong United. How's that going for you, Simon? Hey, well, <laughs> sometimes you have to confess that things aren't quite going to plan. Uh, actually, I haven't seen Wollongong for quite a while. I'm going to see them this weekend, so I'll get a chance to assess that better. Ask me again next week. So, I'm this, actually, I'm, I'm changing my view. I'm going to actually go for Kemblewara Fury to win the ladder yep. by the end of the season. Kemblewara Fury, they were my pre-season pick, and I think we're going to stick, to stick with them here. If they get the win this weekend, they draw a level with the top two I think they're going to end up having too much power for the top two at the moment I think they'll end up taking it out but let's get into the fixtures for this week our match of the week it's pretty easy choice Simon Campbell Fury v Bulli. Uh Fury like we just mentioned if they win this they're potentially level with the top two um, and they still have a game in hand yeah and I mean I saw them play last week then they beat South Coast United fairly comfortably I mean, the scoreline was generous to them, 3-0 with two late goals. Um, but the difference there, I, mean, I saw both Bulai and Fury play last weekend just after big cup matches in midweek. And Bulai looked tired last Saturday. The Fury didn't look so affected by psychologically or physically by that cup activity in midweek. So they came, they looked stronger to me um, last weekend. Um, of course, the reverse fixture earlier in the season was a 3 all draw. I wasn't there, but of course we, we, we almost coined the phrase then doing a bull-eye because <laughs> it was the first of their three occasions. They scored three goals in a few minutes. Um, so even if Fury get a good lead this weekend, they'll be worried about bull-eye doing a bull-eye again. Yeah, uh, of course, bull-eye come into this match uh, on the back of a Burt Birmingham Cup game against Fernhill on Tuesday night. They won that game 1-0, uh, but a bit of uh, physical fatigue there perhaps. Um, the thing is, bull-eye, they now have two defeats in a row, obviously against quality opposition in Blacktown City and Wollongong Olympic. For mine, I think it's important that Bulleye just avoid a defeat, otherwise otherwise there could be some really uh, serious issues for them. How do you see this one, this one going? I think it's really important how 
how they start the match, you know. I mean, well, both teams in a way, but Bulleye probably more, even though they've got record of coming back from three goals down a couple of times this season. Uh, I just think if they get behind at the moment, as you said, they've lost two in a row before this weekend's Bampton Cup game. But, they, you know, Fury might just go on from that, I reckon. Um I'm wondering where Sam Munro got a couple in the, in this game last year. He's been he's due for a goal or two. I'm wondering if he might just come back and score one this weekend. So you're backing a Fury win? I'm backing a Fury win this time, yeah. And I'll be also tipping the Camelora Fury in this match. As the match of the week, there also there will also be a Twitter poll. Uh, I'll post the link to that in the description, so go vote there on who you think will win. That game, 2.30 on Saturday at Macedonia Park. And I think you're going to it. Yeah, of course, I am. Lucky you, John. Lucky you. The next the next one, Wununa v South Coast. Things are getting pretty desperate for Wununa with Picton's 1-0 win over William United cutting the Sharks adrift to the bottom of the ladder. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, isn't it? They've scored four goals in 11 games. They've got to start scoring some goals. They missed some big opportunities. John Beattie had a good, good chance. Uh, Brendan Patman had a great chance and you know in the position they're in they have to be finishing it and the trouble is they're coming up against a South Coast United defence which is very strong the, that, that big back four that Greg Vanich leads it's hard to get past yeah the thing that I think is going to be interesting in this match because like you said great defence for South Coast United but they're used to setting up to defend it'll be interesting if they're able to impose themselves on Wanuna. Uh, because Valish, as he said a few times, he's still hopeful of making a run for finals. So they're going to have to pick up three points here if if that's the case. Yeah, and I mean, there's two things I'm going to say on, on South Coast. One is they're, they're carrying a few injuries in, in their squad. And people like Josh Brooks, Motokunjo, are they going to get back for this one? It's, yeah. I, mean, I don't know what's going to happen yet in teams. Uh, but the, and the second thing is that when I spoke to Greg recently, what's disappointing him is they take the lead in several games in a row, and then concede and lose it. Obviously, against Fury, they didn't. Mm. They went one behind. But the previous four games, they'd gone ahead and then didn't win the game. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Ricky Patakas? He didn't start the last game against Camelora Fury. Yeah, I mean, it was a surprise omission. He was on the bench, and he came on at half-time. And after the game, Greg Valich said he was trying something different tactically, mm. but he realised it wasn't working, so he just changed his mind again to bring Batakis back on for second half. It did make a difference. Yeah. Quality player, and if he if he is if he starts for uh, South Coast United, I think they they're sure things in this one. So I'm tipping a South Coast United win. I'm afraid I agree with you again. That's twice in a row. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> What's going on? Things are getting strange here. Um, that's two thirty Ocean Park on Saturday. Now the next game we're going to be talking about is Port Kembla, who have just snuck into the top five in the last week. They're taking on Coromel, who picked up their first win of the season. Yeah, it's an interesting time for both of these two teams because Port Kembla are looking for their for three wins in a row if they win this one. Yeah. And as you say, Coromel's just picked up their first win. So there's two teams uh, on a bit of a high. Um, yeah, I was pleased to see Mark Picciolini back on the score sheet last weekend in your in your match report, and hopefully he can move on now and 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 score a few more. Whether he'll get any in this game, we'll see. Port Kembla won the. Reverse fixture three nil. Remember, so um, whether it's as clear cut as that this time, I'm not sure. Yeah, we are we keeping an eye on this one because if Paul Kembla win this game and Wollongong United lose against uh, the Avon Park White Eagles, they're they're a few about a win clear of uh, sixth place. So this is a huge game for Paul Kembla. Um, a few weeks ago, I was was really questioning whether they were going to be able to scrap together some results and 
get into the finals, but now, you know, they've got the upper hand. No, they have. And as I said, when I saw them two weeks ago, they were enjoying their football. And I don't know, I didn't see them last weekend, but they won again, so I'm pretty sure they enjoyed that one. Um, so, yeah, I've, I'm going for a home win. Yeah, so but just on the Coromel side, um, obviously their first win of the season... I actually thought they played pretty good against Bulleye the week before. They were fantastic in the first 10 minutes against Cringilla on the weekend. And after the first 10 minutes, Cringilla really didn't even look like scoring. So they held him out really well. Strong defense. Kazuya Yamamoto, he set up two, the two Coromel goals. He looks like a fantastic player from left back. So keep an eye okay. out for him. Right. Um, and here's just what Gavin O'Brien, who picked up his first win as a men's coach on the weekend for Coromel. Here's what he has to say. Um, Paul Kembler, yeah, they've, they've got uh, a great quality uh, bunch of players there. Um, we've just got to, again, hopefully step ourselves up. And we have done against the better sides. Um, we haven't won those games, but I would like to think that our efforts and our play uh, are improving. So therefore, we play Paul Kembler this round uh, with a bit more belief. And I'm actually going to go for Coromel to pick up a point in this match. Okay. And that game will be at 2.30pm at Wetherill Park on Saturday. Going through the remaining three games, Tarawana v Picton. Uh, of course, this was Tarawana's first big win of the season where they won 4-0 against Picton earlier on. Yeah, I mean, I'm going for a home win, though Picton will be buoyed by their midweek win over Wollongong. So, you know, if momentum's anything to go by, it could go either way this game. But um, I'm thinking Tarawana, they look too good this season. Yeah, I'm going to pick a Tarawana win here to keep up, keep up their fantastic uh, season. Next game, we mentioned a bit earlier, Alvin Park White Eagles v Wollongong United. Alvin Park had released a statement from Jeff Allport, their coach, uh, on Tuesday saying how they have a lot of work to do, but they're still confident of making a finals run. I actually think they're going to get a win here to um, maybe kickstart something. Yeah, I'm going to this game, and it's actually good because I haven't seen Wollongong United play since very early in the comp, so I want to see how they're performing. I'm going for a home win, but as I say, I haven't seen the Wollongong team play for so long. It's hard to predict. Um, but I think Albion Park, I've seen them a few times. I, I think I agree with Jeff Allport, they've got potential. Yeah. I'm going for the home win. And the final game, Wollongong Olympic v Cringilla. Uh, Olympic with the potential to go top here. Yeah, they could. And I mean, I don't want to worry Cringilla, but the scoreline last season was 8 0 to Olympic. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure there's going to be a repeat of that. Um, Cringilla's defence is slightly stronger than last season, but I think it's going to be an easy win for Olympic. Yeah, so two Olympics tips here. Moving down to the WGC Cranes District League, we're going to recap the table there. Fernhill, they stay three points clear with their 2-1 win over Coniston. They are followed by Thrill Amarilla. Helensburg's 2-1 win over Berkeley moves them clear of Coniston who are just in the top five by one point ahead of Oak Flats. It's interesting to note that every team in the top five is separated by three points. Kayama are in seventh, six points behind Oak Flats. Bergani got a big 4-0 win over Belambi, moving them to eighth ahead of Uni and Berkeley. Belambi are at the bottom on six points, and West Illawarra are two points higher up. I had Coniston to win the comp. So similar to you having Wollongong United winning the comp um, in the Premier League. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. I actually think that I've got a sneaky feeling that Thoreau will actually go on and 
Fan top spot here. Who do you think is going to win? It's funny, I, I thought you might say Thirul. <laughs> um, it's funny, of uh, course, I didn't do a prediction for District League, but I would have predicted Warilla to come top. And I think they've been dropping a few too many points for my liking. And I'd have switched to Fernhill as my tip now to hold on. Big upset there, Simon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bergani Coniston this weekend. Bergani, they've put two wins together, which has seen them jump up five places. Yeah, I mean, who'd have thought a few weeks ago they'd be looking for three wins out of three? It's, it's quite a turnaround. And um, at the start of the season, you might have predicted them to do quite a bit better than the way they are. So you could think they're going to go on. I'm actually going to go for Coniston to win this one. I've seen them enough this season to think that they're a good footballing side. Terzic, Nikolovsky... It's good to see him scoring again last week. I just think if they're fit, and that is a question mark, but if they're fully fit, Coniston to win this one. Uh, a few signings for Coniston this week. They've picked up a new goalkeeper, uh, Christopher Fuentes. Uh, he's replacing Alex Mackin as he's going overseas. Mm. Apparently, he looks pretty sharp, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. And also, George Uzelak from the mm. Albion Park White Eagles, which could prove to be a huge acquisition. He played alongside Brad Moreira in the Buller Youth Grade side a few years ago. Um, so, that could prove to be a masterstroke. I'm going for a draw here. I think Bergani, they're 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 going to make a run for the top five. Okay, let's see. Uh, Judy Masters, three pm for that one. Next one, University v Thrall. Um, University have a few players out, including Dane Hamilton. So it could be a tough day at the office for the students. So if Thrall win this one, that's eight straight wins, and obviously they 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 won the return leg five nil pretty comfortably um i'm guessing you're going to go for one nil here uh to thrill dylan but but i'm calling it a thrill win for sure <laughs> probably by two or three i am pretty pretty you know pretty big win for thrill actually a bit of positive news for uni though they have picked up doug woodwise from paul ah, Campbell. Good, um, good signing so he could he could work some magic uh down in the district league so but I don't think it'll be against the rule because I think their defence is a bit too rigid. That game's at Coolabong, um, 3pm. Next game, probably the biggest game in the district league this weekend, Warilla v Helensburg, uh, third v fourth. Um, Warilla need to win the, all their games to really win the league from here, I feel. Yeah, I mean, they've been dropping points, as I said earlier, uh, and dropping a point... And dropping the points against Kayama last weekend would have been a surprise, I think, for most people. Um, they need to keep winning. They, obviously, they, they won the return leg 7-2. So they got off to a great start in the in the comp. Um, but Helensburg are looking for a fourth consecutive win. But the thing about those wins, the last three, they've all been up against weaker sides. They haven't performed so well, Helensburg, when they've played the top three or four teams. So, questionable. I mean, I'm actually going for a Warilla win on this one, on the basis that Helensburg haven't proved themselves against top teams yet. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Uh, for Helensburg, you know, Nario Kikato, he's obviously been in phenomenal form, leading the goal-scoring charts there. But I've also liked Brad Broadman's use, use of their young players. They've had a pretty good youth grade side for the last few years. Cody Cuthbertson's one of the players coming through, four goals this season. It's good to see them utilising some of their young young guys there. Um, I'm actually going for a draw here. Okay. And that game, King Mickey Park, 3 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, now we'll just go through the remaining three games. Blamby v. West, Battle of the Bottom. What are your thoughts on this one? Well, I saw the round one game, and it was 8-1 to Wests. Um, I'm actually going to go 
for a Balambi win to re- to return that. I know I keep calling Balambi for win. They will win one day, and they're going to thank me for it one day when they do. No, I'm, I'm calling Balambi to win this one. Yeah, I think the interesting thing about West is that they've got a really good defence. I've only conceded 19 goals, which considering Balambi have conceded 38 and Berkeley above them have conceded 24 and the University above them have conceded 27. It's really strange in that sense. I'm going to tip a West win. I think he's going to be by more than one goal, but less, much less than the seven-goal margin from round one. And just warning to Balambi, watch out this time for Jordan Hughes, Nick Tortoretta, hat-tricks in that 8-1 win in round one. Yeah. Um, Burley v. Oak Flats. Oak Flats are on a bit of a run now. And the opening game of the season, I'm pretty sure Burley, they're up 2-0 before losing 3-2 to the Falcons. Yeah, exactly. And actually, Berkeley have lost four from five. They're not having a great run of things at all. Um, and, I, and last week, of course, I tipped Oak Flats to win that, that match. They won so comfortably in the end. But actually, I'm going for a draw this time. I'm expecting the Falcons to win this one and keeping the pressure on the sides above them. Final game, Kayama v Fernhill. Fernhill, they did play midweek, but you can't really tip anything other than a Foxes win here, surely. You can't, but then, you know, who would have tipped Kayama to get a point against Varilla? They'll have confidence. They'll think if they can draw with Varilla... At the Carmen Edger Centre, they can get something out of Fern Hill. But I'm going for an away win. Come on. Okay. Also on Wednesday morning, the mid-season report cards for all the district league sides went up on the Football South Coast website. I'll post a link to that in the description below. It's got assessments of all the teams plus a final grade for them based on their league results, cup results, uh, last season's results and pre-season expectations. So go over, have a look at that and yeah. Also on Monday, Queen's birthday, public holiday. Uh, it is the round of 16 for the Burt Benjamin Cup. There's been one game so far, which was Fernhill losing 1-0 to Bulleye. Just going over the games that will be played, Oak Flats are hosting Coniston, Albion Park White Eagles are hosting Winuna, Picton travel to South Coast United, Wollongong Olympic v Tarawana, probably the game of the of the round of 16. Then there's Coromel v Fury, Uni Cringilla, and Wollongong United v Port Kembla. And the games covered by Football South Coast over the next week, Simon Duffin, You'll be at Albion Park White Eagles v Wollongong United. Yep. David Arthurton will be at Port Kembla v Coromel. Uh, I'll be at the Kembla Fury Bulleye game. Liam Everson's going to be at Balambi v West in the District League. For the Burt Bermondon Cup, Liam Emerson's also going to be covering Coromel Fury. And Cal Barrett, new reporter coming on board, he'll be covering University v Kryn Jilla. Uh, I'll post a link to our match reports page in the description, but they will also be posted on the Football South Coast Match Centre page on Facebook and at FSC underscore official on Twitter, uh, where there will also be live tweets from these games. That brings us to the end of this week's show. Could you let the people know where they can find you, Simon? Well, I tweet under at Duffin Wright, but when I'm at a game matching, match reporting for Football South Coast, I do it under the FSC underscore official. Awesome. Don't forget to head over to Facebook, 
liked Football South Coast Match Centre, as well as, like Simon mentioned, the at FSC underscore official page on Twitter. The District League mid-season report cards are up, so go and check them out. And there will be the Premier League mid-season report cards going up on Thursday evening, so keep an eye out for those ones. My name is Dylan Arvella. I'm on Twitter at Dylan Arvella. And until next time, enjoy the football. Thank you.